Hello, today um, the readings are Psalm 24, 29, 8, and 84, Isaiah 42, 1 through 12, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, and John 3, 16 through 21. As I was reading through this, um, I typically tend to kind of hop around and focus in on one passage or another, um, but for whatever reason today I just read straight through and a theme really stuck out to me in all these passages and that is God's strength, um, his might, his glory, um, his majesty, but like in this grand scale that shows us how, I guess, big and strong God is. Some of the verses say, Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. The glory of God thunders, the Lord above the waters. The voice of the Lord in power, the voice of the Lord in splendor, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord gives his people strength. Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. You've covered the heavens with your majesty. From the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you've established a stronghold on account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the avenger. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose heart are set on a pilgrimage. This is my servant, I strengthen him. And then even in Ephesians, finally be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God's so that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the, of the devil. As I was reading through that, another uh, theme kind of stuck out to me. And that was seeing his strength and the way God uses his strength. In Isaiah 42, it says, He will not cry out or shout or make his voice heard in the streets. He'll not break a bruised reed, and he will not put out a smoldering wick. He will faithfully bring justice. He will not grow weak or be discouraged until he's established justice on the earth. I am the Lord. I have called you for a righteous purpose, and I will hold you by your hand. I will watch over you and appoint you to be a covenant for the people and a light to the nations in order to open blind eyes, to bring prisoners from the dungeon, and those sitting in darkness from the prison house. And then, of course, in John 3.16, For God so loved the world in this way, he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. With everything that's going on right now, I often feel weak and tired and out of control. But these verses remind me that God is strong and confident, but he's not brash. He's not a bully. He doesn't use his strength in the way that uh, so many do here. Um, so many do on earth in the way that we tend to look at what strength is with um kind of our our military power and our ability to lord over people um, god's strength is kind and self-sacrificing his strength sees the value in us and it fights for us 
God's strength is best seen in his love for us, in the way that he sacrifices himself and his son so that we could live, so that we could become uh, what he created us to be. He, he sees the potential in us and brings it out. The way God uses his strength is to open blind eyes and to bring prisoners freedom. Lord Jesus, help us to one, see those things in ourselves that you see in us. But God, also, I know you've given us this same strength. And that is what uh, Ephesians is talking about. That we can put on the armor of God. That we can be strengthened against the things in this world that separate us and e- from you and from each other. God, help us to open the eyes of the blind, God, and to strengthen Uh, the arms of the weak, God, to bring freedom to prisoners and to people who are sitting alone. God, I'm just so grateful for the example that you give us in the way that love is supposed to be lived out. Help us to live that way.